welcome to episode one of my first podcast called Cut the Crap. My name is Isla, uh, if you don't know me. So yeah, I decided to create a podcast here during quarantine and uh, we'll see how this goes. So uh, you're probably wondering who the hell am I and why am I starting this podcast? So let's get started. Um, again, my name is Isla. Uh, I'm 24 years old. I live in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And yeah, I just kind of grew up super into the fitness industry, always been an athlete. And so I have a passion for that. I'm currently a personal trainer and it's currently COVID, so I'm not working. So why not talk about fitness? I think the reason why I started this or I had the idea of starting this is I was very frustrated with, um, or still am actually, very frustrated with how the fitness industry is kind of played out I guess on social media and you know it's it's modern age everyone has social media now everything's online you know banking um, doctors everything like anything you can think of is online and it's accessible so it's great that it's accessible however I feel like accessibility is not always um, how do you put this accessibility is not always the greatest thing just because you don't really know where certain information is coming from and that could be you know that could be a negative thing that could also be a positive thing so I guess the point of this podcast is to essentially cut the crap quote-unquote so uh, um, pardon my French here but essentially cut the bullshit I think especially um, for females um, again this is not just about females but for females especially I think it's very hard for us to kind of um compare ourselves like we compare ourselves a lot to what's out there now on social media oh this person has this many followers this person um looks like this they have these abs they have this you know body part they look like a certain way that I want to look like and it's just very difficult to really kind of take a step back and focus on essentially what you want like what your goals are um and I think we kind of forget that you know we we like when I feel like we're so mindlessly scrolling through social media that we kind of almost lose ourselves in the process. We've become these like robotic individuals that like just scroll through and like things and 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 see things and then say, "Oh, I want to try them," but you really don't know why. And I think um, what's so frustrating about that is we'll kind of um, fall into this trap of of these influencers, you could say. Um, And the influencers are very much, you know, it's hard because I don't, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, talk shit about anyone, but a lot of influencers out there are just kind of there to make money, to get the clout, you know, oh, I have this many followers, you know, I'm doing this and getting sponsored by these, these businesses which is great and you know like that's a way to make an income and it's not a bad way to make an income however I do think a lot of people kind of fall into that trap and just don't know kind of how to navigate through that so with that with that long rant the purpose of this is to raise awareness um, for the uh, fitness industry and kind of talk about the truths, the 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 myths, like the MythBusters, um, kind of talk about why I feel like there's so much wrong with the fitness industry online and how kind of 
to take a step back and um, almost not let that get to you just because um, I will be speaking from experience, but um, even though I am young and there's probably a lot more to learn and there's probably a lot out there that I don't know that we don't know. However, I do find it very frustrating that as a trainer myself, I get a lot of clients um, and individuals that always, you know, there's a pattern. They always say the same thing like, hey, I want to look like this or I want to try this or I saw this online. Should I do this? Should I fast? Should I blah, blah, blah. And then I just kind of sit there at the end and I'm like, why is it so ingrained into them that this is good or like this is how it should be because it shouldn't. And so I guess you're probably wondering <laughs> what gives me the right to talk about all this? You know, why why should you listen to me? And I will say, again, it's choice, but for me, it's not about, um, it's not about, you know, being famous or getting clout or like, um, you know, people thinking I'm, I'm the best and I know everything. I think this is about the bigger picture because I truly care about what others are going through just because I went through similar things and I truly care about helping people get to their goals. And so, as a trainer, as a fitness individual, as someone who literally studied kinesiology and not just, you know, worked out and had a good body just from working out, I, ha I do have an education. I do have a lot of experience working with different individuals, believe it or not. And, you know, at first I was like, no, I really don't know that much. It's just like kind of trial and error. But then I kind of took a step back and realized, like, I do kind of know a little bit enough to um, kind of speak to it. And I realized, which is kind of sad, um, I realized over time that there's not a lot of, <laughs> there are people that know a lot, but there's not a lot of, um, when I get clients, for example, there's not a lot of females, I will say, that essentially realize or know the things that I know, because I used to think that it was common sense. And maybe that was naive on my part, and like, maybe now I realize that and like it's not always good to assume so like you know that's that's a mistake on my part and I think it's really important to realize those things um especially like you know getting older growing up and meeting new people you can't always think that you know everything or that you can't always assume that other people know things um so I mean like that's a mistake on my part right like no one's perfect so I guess we'll kind of get into it um I keep ranting but the reason why um I feel like I have a good experience with this is because throughout my life, um, I've always kind of been in that um, fitness realm, I guess you could say. Um, so I, even as a kid, I was always active. My parents, um, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for this now, but my parents always put me through dance or sports or physical activity. Like I never was at home sitting after school watching TV. Obviously, I still watch TV. Like I did have a child excuse me, a childhood, but, like, I never really had, um, like, I don't know, like, I never really had a chance, let's say, to kind of be in the pop culture as a kid, if that makes any sense, like, I never watched the coolest shows or played the coolest video games or, you know, that kind of stuff, I was always outside, um, or playing sports or in dance or, or some sort of sport, so, I guess growing up, um, it was something that it's honest, it's honestly all I know. Um, ever since I was a kid, you know, I started off with ballet, I started off with gymnastics, 
and um you know at the time obviously as a kid you just kind of like you're put through it and then you have fun and you're hanging out with your friends so it's not like you never kind of think about it but like 10 20 years later and from my kinesiology experience you realize that it's actually so important to start young because it develops a habit and you develop these motor control um capabilities you develop coordination you develop balance you develop um you know athleticism you know it's not yeah some people are born with it you know you know olympic athletes and and people that are born to play a sport like that's amazing but the thing is they start really really young and so um i used to compare myself a lot actually to other athletes and i used to think i sucked at certain sports but now i look at back at it i'm not trying to toot my own horn and I'm not the best out there clearly but like I do know that I do pick up sports very easily and very very coordinated and so you know I've I've always had a chance to do that which is kind of nice but um obviously it does come with some obstacles so when I was young um yeah so I did ballet gymnastics and then you know in elementary school I started basketball I started soccer a little bit of volleyball, um, learned how to skate, eventually went into figure skating as I grew older. Um, what else did I do? Swimming. Um, swimming is one of my favorite things. I'm just a really good swimmer. I never really did it competitively and I hated swimming lessons, but you know, I just developed a lot of motor control and I developed a lot of coordination and physical activity. And it's just ingrained in me that I can't imagine a life without it. Like I can't imagine life without sports, without moving, Uh, obviously it's very physically healthy for you, but it's also good for your mental health. So I think that's super important. So as I grew up, um, you know, I moved a lot few, uh, I've moved a lot through the years and then, uh, ended up in literally in the middle of nowhere in Muskoka. So that was great. Lived there for approximately 10 or so years, um, went to high school, you know, played a lot of sports, but I never really kind of it's sad to say and like I hate saying it but I never really excelled until after and I was always into fitness but I was always the thicker girl and so the reason why I'm going to talk about this is because there's a lot of girls out there that probably have a gone through the same thing as me or struggle with this and like I guess identity because as you as people I feel like little kids now like it's almost harder for them because of social media because of the influence of all these popular kids on TikTok and, and Instagram, there's a lot of stigma, like mental stigma, especially for females, like, oh my God, like I should look like this, I should dress like this, I should rap like this, I should listen to this kind of music, I should, I don't know, try these sports, whatever, this makes me cool, this doesn't make me cool. And um, you kind of lose yourself in the process and you kind of forget what you actually love doing. And so, and that's kind of sad, but I want to you know, talk about uh, how that can kind of, in a way, set you either for success or failure. Um, and and it, that's not a bad thing. You know, failure isn't a bad thing. It, it, it only makes you grow stronger. It only makes you kind of realize how high you can get, like how you can overcome it. So a little backtrack with kids. Um, I think because of the influencers out there, they think, oh, I need to be skinny. I need to you know, be this type of way, or I need to have a booty and no upper body strength, or I need to do workouts like this. And what frustrates me the most is, uh, like I kind of said in the in the beginning, we kind of forget 
why we're searching for certain things on Instagram, right? Like we, we scroll through mindlessly. We like all these photos and pictures and videos. We save the things that we want to go back to, but then we never really like take a step back and think about, okay, what are my goals? Like, have you out there to the people listening? Have you ever thought of that? Like if you're scrolling through Instagram, do you ever like think about, okay, wait, what do I want from this? Or what am I looking for? Or what is the purpose of this? Like, what are my fitness goals? Or what are my goals in general? And we kind of forget that, right? Like, even I've forgotten it, I still forget it to this day, like no one is perfect. But I think that's kind of what's wrong with the stuff out there is like, there's so much information. And you're just kind of like, overwhelmed, and you don't really know how to, um, process it and how to kind of like funnel out I guess you could say funnel out the crap like you don't know how to kind of figure out what's actually real and what's fake and so kids these days fall into this trap of kind of you know the fakeness out there and not everything is fake but like the stuff out there hey like drink this tea or do these workouts or try this and then you know you'll be happy and look like this but deep down Um, they don't really know why, right? And so you kind of forget yourself in the process. And also what's frustrating to me, and I'll probably talk about this a lot, is that a lot of fitness influencers will have, let's say, an X amount of followers, you know, millions of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers, but um, they probably do have experience with certain things, but they don't have a proper education where they can speak about like the fitness industry like I know experience is also something it's still kind of in a way knowledge and 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 you could say quote-unquote education but it's not the same it's not valid at least from a proper source or there are some uh, you know fitness individuals out there that maybe don't have like a university or college degree I'm not saying you need one but they do do a lot of research or they you know, um, take information from credited sources or they kind of collaborate with um, other professionals and they're professional in a way and they don't just care about the income and, you know, the aesthetics. So that's the one thing I think that's a problem is the aesthetics. Um, and, and that's what I kind of want to speak about is like we focus so much, like almost solely on aesthetics now. Um, not everyone, but we focus a lot on, okay, I want to look like this. I want to have a Kim K body. I need a big booty. I need a slim waist. And um, as a female, oh, I don't want to work out my arms because I don't want to look like a man. And like, can I just say that is one of the most frustrating things I've ever heard. And I do hear it all the time. I thought, I thought like maybe I'd hear it once or twice. I literally hear it from every single client, from every age group, from young to older. I don't want to work out too much. I don't want to look like a man. And can we just take a pause here? You can clearly tell I'm very frustrated. Is that, and I can speak to this because I have a kinesiology degree and I have an education and I don't just get this from Google, but can I just say that the female body will never, and I will say never, look like a man unless you are taking, you know, steroids or extra testosterone. So a little bit of of, um, science here very very basic stuff the female body has hormones like estrogen and progesterone which we know but we also have testosterone believe it or not yes we do have levels of testosterone it's not very high but we do have some 
actually males also have estrogen. I don't know if they have progesterone. Don't quote me on that, but they do have some estrogen. Obviously, they have a lot of testosterone. Now, the hormone testosterone is what allows for like basically building a lot of muscle, which is also called hypertrophy. So the word hypertrophy means to build muscle, to increase your muscle mass in your body. Now, both males and females have similar, or so they have the same hormones, however, in different levels. Now, in females, their big worry, if let's say they don't really know the background, and I'm not, you know, downing on individuals that didn't know this, I'm just saying we believe these things because of what we see out on social media, you know, like the big jacked CrossFit females. It's like, how many of them do you think naturally look like that? And I don't know. I don't know exactly. Like, I haven't fully researched it. I would like to, but not a lot of them are born like that. It's maybe uh, 5, 10, 20 years of training for them to eventually look the way they do, which takes a lot of time and patience and a lot of you know, success and failure. We don't just, you know, after a year look like amazing. It takes a long time for your body to change. And so we kind of forget that. We're like, oh my God, like this person has these jacked muscles. This girl has these jacked muscles. Like, A, I want to look like her or I don't want to look nothing like her. So I can't lift heavy weights. And so then females think, oh, I want to work out, but like, I don't want to look like a man. So I'm never going to do my upper body or I'm just going to lift super lightweights and do these exercises, which again, if that is your goal, then, you know, do, do what makes you happy. I'm not forcing anyone to do certain things, but I think what's frustrating to me, especially is that females don't realize like it's okay to lift heavy weights. You're going to be strong, which is actually what you want. And I'll explain why. And you're going to look fine. You're never going to look like a man. In my opinion, like if I will honest, if, if you want me to be honest, which I'm going to be, is that it actually makes you look quote unquote sexier. Like that sexy female body that girls want, like the toned, I want to look toned and like I want to look muscular but skinny, like this skinny muscular, you, you can actually get from lifting heavy. Why? Because when you lift heavy, A, your muscle grows faster and the more muscle you have, the more fat you burn at rest or the more calories you burn at rest just because your muscle uses a lot of energy. And so girls don't know that or females don't know that or younger individuals, um, you know, just kind of getting into that fitness game don't know that. They think they need to drink all this skinny tea and freaking never eat like bread in their life and then, you know, 10 15 years down the road, they're going to develop all this mental health issues because of, essentially because of social media. So um, I guess the point that I want to get to is that you shouldn't just believe everything that's out there. Make sure you do research. Make sure you figure out why, um, you know, influencers are talking about certain things and don't honestly like jump to conclusions on everything. Like, hey, just because I want to you know, just because this girl looks like this and drinks this tea, that means that I'm going to look like that. To speak to about, um, that I mentioned earlier was the difference between lifting heavy and not lifting, maybe let's say quite as heavy. Now everyone, again, everyone has a goal, females, males, everyone has a specific goal or maybe their body, everyone's body is different, right? So you can't assume 
that one exercise or let's say a type of workout is going to maybe achieve or help you achieve the same result. Now, it depends, like that's not wrong to think because a lot of exercises out there obviously are made to, let's say, target your quads or your biceps or your glutes or your hamstrings. And that essentially is going to target every single um, person's hamstrings or whatever, glutes, etc. But the, the thing is, are you doing it properly for your body? And so we'll probably get into that maybe later down the road with other um, episodes because um, I really want to talk about that, like how form and technique plays a huge role into your exercise. It's not just mindless workouts and things like that. But what I really wanted to talk about here is um, why especially females should lift heavier. And so you might be thinking, hey, you know, I've never lifted heavy, Uh, I don't think I can, I don't have the strength, or what's the purpose, I don't want to look, you know, jacked as hell, and, you know, I want to have a nice toned skinny body, I don't want to gain weight. So, I'll give you a few reasons why, and I would also recommend maybe doing some research after, or like figuring out, like, if that's truly what you believe, but from, from my education and from my experience, The reason why females want to lift or the reason why I would condone lifting heavy is because um, I spoke earlier, we have estrogen and progesterone levels, right? And we all know when females get older, we hit PMS. And so essentially what PMS is in a really short, you know, really short, uh, non-detailed, non-scientific um kind of quote is that we stop obviously um menstruating and what happens to our hormones is they drop so our estrogen and progesterone levels drop that's just the 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 female body and so believe it or not actually estrogen uh, i think it's especially estrogen progesterone too but more specifically estrogen itself as a hormone helps to um, increase bone density. And so bone density is essentially kind of like how strong your bone is, right? And so obviously we know we have our skeleton and then we have our muscles on top. So as a female, when you hit that age of PMS, your estrogen levels drop, your hormones levels drop. And what also happens is you increase your risk of osteoporosis. So most of us have heard of that word um if you guys don't know what that means uh, it's actually in medical terminology uh osteo is bone porosis or osis is kind of like the breakage of kind of thing so when females hit pms and they lose estrogen their um, risk of developing osteoporosis so like easily breaking your bones for example hip fractures that kind of thing goes up and so what okay so obviously there's a lot of things that you can do there's a lot of medication and and it could also be genetic but a really big factor in actually decreasing your risk of osteoporosis is to have more muscle why because i just said muscle lies on top of bone so it's kind of common sense if you think about it uh and when i say this you'll be like oh that makes sense when you have more muscle it means it's heavier 
it's laying on top of bone, your bone is going to become stronger as well because it's carrying a heavier amount of muscle, right? So it's kind of like uh, the same relationship. Increase your muscle mass, increase your bone density. And then when you get older, if this is something like that's a good habit that you continue on so physical activity and maintaining muscle strength and in and like maintaining your muscle mass and not losing muscle mass because a that's actually a really bad thing to lose muscle mass um obviously there's different situations but maintaining that muscle mass um throughout your life is very important because of that reason right now obviously for males it's a little different um they always have higher testosterone so that's okay but um for females especially, it's really, really important to develop a good muscle mass to kind of stay in a certain, depending, obviously, it's relative to your body percentage and your type and your height, but you want to maintain a good level of muscle mass. You never, when you go to lose weight, you never want to actually, quote unquote, lose weight. And that's kind of what I like to educate my clients on. You want to lose fat, right? Because fat, um, believe it or not, muscle weighs more than fat. And fat is what obviously makes you look I guess thicker, right? It makes you heavier, so um, or makes you look heavier, even though um, muscle weighs more than fat. But you don't want to actually lose muscle mass. You want to lose fat percentage. So, what I like to change in people's, um, let's say, in in people's goals is instead of telling yourself, "Hey, I want to lose weight," tell yourself, "I want to lose fat. I want to maintain that muscle mass. I want to increase that muscle strength, and I want to increase that muscle mass," and then that kind of works with losing fat. Um, And another, I will say really quick, another, I guess, myth that people even like five, 10 years ago thought was that muscle turns into fat and fat can turn into muscle. It's actually not true. They're two separate, let's say, entities in in the human body. They can't turn into one another. They're two very different things. Um, And so you can never actually, oh, I'm losing fat. It's going to turn into muscle or Oh, I have so much muscle, it's going to turn into fat. That's It's never the case. So um, again, that's why as a female, you want to lift heavy, right? You want to maintain that muscle strength. And so obviously, depending on your body type, you also want to make sure that you're lifting the right way. So form is everything. Form and technique is kind of the foundation, I guess you could say, of fitness, and um, that's why also females are scared to lift heavy because they don't know how and what kind of sucks and I can speak to this even from like five years ago when I started university and I started going to the my uh, university gym shout out to the pulse um, I noticed there's not a lot of females by the weight sections you know there was obviously it's very male dominant Um, It always has been, you know, by the dumbbells, by the squat racks, maybe not so much now, which is really awesome to see, like power to the girls. But um, I'm even like five years ago, I remember there were barely any females because they were always uh, and I'm not judging here. They're always on the cardio machine because like we as females, obviously, like a lot of females like to run. Um, Not everyone, but we like to run, listen to music, kind of it's almost like a meditation. um, And we think, you know, constant cardio is going to make us lose weight which it does and cardio is still very important but um, you want to honestly you want to have a balance of both you want to have strength training and you want to have cardio you never just want one or the other you want a balance depending on your body type too and maybe like your athleticism or what you're training for let's say you want to make sure that you have the right balance of like 
those um, kind of exercises. And so with that, females are scared to a go, you know, near the weight section because a maybe they might be feared of, you know, they're they're going to be judged because they don't know what they're doing or that, you know, they're lifting lighter. Can I just say just as a female, when you go to the weight section or when you go lift heavy weights, a no one really cares. You think that they care, but they really don't. And honestly, like people will notice and they'll be like, oh my God, like good for her. She's trying this. Um, or like, wow, like, like she knows what she's doing. We actually like on the outside, people never really know if you know what you're doing or not. It's almost like fake it till you make it. And essentially that's kind of what I did at first. Um, and then you kind of develop this confidence. You're like, yeah, okay. Like I, I look like I know what I'm doing. And eventually through trial and error and through, you know, honestly, you do have to fail sometimes through failure, you'll, you'll, um, realize what you're doing right or what works for you. And so I think I condone the behavior of going to the squat racks or, or that like the weights, um, and, and use those heavy weights. Like, don't be afraid. Obviously, like make sure you know what you're doing and work your way up to a heavier weight. I'm not just saying go right in and jump to like a 40 or 50 pound dumbbell, but you know, work your way to that. And like, don't ever deny yourself of that strength because like, if you work for it and, and, you know, you keep on it, you're consistent, you, let's say, practice, quote unquote, you're, you can get there. Just because you're tiny doesn't mean you can't be strong, right? Just because, you know, you've never lifted weights in your life doesn't mean you can't be strong. It just takes a lot of time. And so, um, you know, when I first started out, I was bicep curling 10 pounds and now I can bicep curl the same as some guy friends that I know. And like, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to like show off or anything, but it's like, it takes a long time. Like it took me four years to be able to kind of get to where I am now. Right. And I'm still, you know, still improving, not perfect. And so that's the one thing I really want females to know is that you like, it's almost an empowerment to go lift heavy weights and don't be afraid of doing that. Um, so that's kind of the thing with, with, uh, the higher weights. Now, one thing I will say is let's say, um, you have an injury. Um, I've actually torn both ACLs and I'll speak to that in another podcast and kind of how, um, my rehab was and, and kind of how I came to be into kind of the fitness industry. It was a lot to do with my first ACL tear. But, um, what I will say is that if you have an injury, a chronic, acute, acute injury or anything like that, obviously like listen to your body. Um, don't do anything that is uncomfortable for you. Um, what I like to say is pain is your guide. And if you were ever my client, they would know. I always say pain is your guide. So if you feel pain, there's a difference between pain and being uncomfortable. Like, oh, this is hard. But pain is your body telling you that something's wrong, right? So for me, um, a lot of knee issues. So for example, when I first started, let's say squatting or doing lunges, I was able to do it, no issues. Now I have to be more careful uh, about my form, about making sure that my quads are activated, whatever, et cetera, glutes, whatever, abs, all those kind of things can't go as, you know, deep. And so I have to be careful with that. And I may not be able to do certain things at heavier weights just because of my, let's say, knee injuries, right? So obviously listen to your body. It's very, very important. And make sure you're doing things right. Build a strong habit of, of mastering the basics, the foundation first. 
And then once you kind of build that foundation, you can go off and use that and make things harder. So um, actually a big thing that lifters will focus on is very, very basic foundations of like, let's say a push up, okay, or a squat. And, and, and you're like, oh my God, like that's so easy. Like everyone knows how to squat. Actually, no, <laughs> even I didn't know how to properly squat. Like, yes, we can do the movement, but there's actually a lot of little, um, I guess you could get really, really technical if you wanted to with a squat, with a push up, with a, with a hip hinge, with a carry, with a pull, um, like pull ups and stuff. So it's very important to kind of master out the found or master the foundations first, build the basics, kind of start from the ground up. Like I like to say, build the pillars, kind of like you know. Let's do a building reference here. Like when you first see a building, it's it has a foundation at the bottom that you may never actually see. It's underground, right? And then you develop the pillars. And then everything else, all the aesthetics and all the like cool stuff uh, is on the outside or is at the very end, comes at the very end. That's like weirdly enough kind of how your body works. First, you build a foundation. Um, it's all that practice of, okay, how to properly squat, how to activate x y and z or how do i do a push-up how do i do a squat so i actually feel it in my quads and not in my knee or whatever and then after time after you kind of perfect that movement after you perfect the foundation then that's when you add extra weight when you get heavier that's when you change the tempo that's when you you know um adjust movement whatever it is and then people will be like oh like she really knows how to squat and you'll be like haha yes now I do but you never saw the foundation quote unquote the underground stuff that I had to work on to get there and that's kind of what we bypass through social media is we don't realize how much it takes or sorry what it takes to kind of get to that um I guess the finished look you could say I don't know what you would call it like the 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 final look of oh like I can squat with let's say 200 pounds whatever it is bench this amount of weight they started like everyone started somewhere right even males like they all start somewhere so um I think what I'm really super passionate about and and what I want to um kind of do with this podcast is um cut the crap cut the bullshit from what we see on social media and all those like myths out there and all those like sayings and all those um I guess fake truths you could say and really kind of peel them apart peel the layers and really talk about um what the meaning behind everything is and so um this is kind of my first episode this is my first podcast so um kind of bear with me here I do kind of talk all over the place but I guess it's just going to take practice right I'm not perfect but um for those listening I would love if a like you don't have to reach out but if you can reach out and be like hey I really love that you talk about this or um you know can you talk less about this more about this or you know you sound great but you talk too much about this or you rant too much um let me know. Honestly, I'm very open to feedback. Um, I'm not one of those girls you'll hurt my feelings with. Like, it probably will kind of sting a little bit, but I'm like, okay, yeah, like, that's so true. So, yeah, from with from from that, I just want to kind of end off with saying, please reach out to me if you don't know me, if you do know me, if you're shy to reach out or you're like, (laughs) 
or you're like, what the hell is this? That's okay too. Um, but I would love if you can kind of just like give me some feedback. And then um, another thing too I would recommend is maybe from listening to this or kind of realizing about social media out there is kind of take a step back and maybe like on your phone on your notes or like small piece of paper write down what your goals are for fitness like not just okay aesthetics you could make two lists maybe like oh aesthetically obviously everyone has aesthetic um goals even I do like that's not a bad thing um but I think if you sit back and you think okay what are my goals in fitness things like oh I want to feel good I want to have more energy I want to be able to go up the stairs without being out of breath or I you know like goals I want to be able to run 5k I want to be able to run a marathon I want to be able to lift a certain amount of weight in a certain movement or I want to be able to do this challenge like for example push-ups whatever it is I want you to kind of sit back without kind of the the presence of social media just think about like what your goals are because I feel like we don't do that enough like let's say I were to ask you or if a friend were to ask you or a professional were to ask you you might know you might have like the surface level stuff but um personally I also forget like what are my goals why do I actually want to do this and it can change like every day it can change bi-weekly it can change monthly every year you can have different goals or like you can change your whole fitness regimen you know just from one from one experience or one thing so yeah I guess that's my challenge to you guys out there um to anyone listening if there's anyone listening out there is just kind of sit back and you know, be true to yourself and figure out what your goals are. You don't have to share those with anyone. If anything, this is for you. Um, And yeah, so kind of figure out what your goals are. And I would say like maybe two weeks later, see if the goals are the same. Maybe a month later of, you know, working out or just um, doing whatever you do. See if your goal is the same. See if if you like that goal because a lot of us will make a goal and then maybe we'll test it out let's say and then we realize we don't like it or it's not going to work for us so test it out like that's the purpose of goals is you test it out like you try to get to that goal and and you're gonna fail like that's not that's not a bad thing failure is actually (laughs) fail if you want to get really corny failure is also success so um don't be afraid to try things and also like keep that you know those goals fluid also I would say is is don't be afraid to change them on a on a you know consistent basis because that's kind of what makes you better at the end right is to be able to adapt to certain things so yeah I would say um thanks for listening uh please follow me um on social media uh it's at cut the crap podcast and um probably We'll post a link to, I don't know, Apple and iTunes. We'll see. Probably cut this out too. Anyways, okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Tune in next time. I'll probably be talking about where my um, fitness began and kind of the background about me um, and what essentially, quote unquote, gives me the right to talk about this kind of stuff. All right, guys. Peace out.